Welcome. You're listening to the You're Crazy Professor, But It Might Just Work Amazing Podcast. Episode 13 The Munich Mass Shooting. On the evening of Friday, the 22nd of July 2016, there was a multiple casualty and fatality shooting at the Olympia shopping mall in Munich. 18-year-old David Alisson Bolli, a German born of parents of Iranian descent, opened fire on teenagers in a McDonald's restaurant before shooting at bystanders in the street outside and then in the mall itself. Nine people were killed and a further 36 others were injured. After the shooting, Son Bolli hid nearby for more than two hours and finally killed himself. Before he did, Son Bolli was captured by video camera arguing with people who were hiding from him. And this exchange is quite unique. In the infamous Rooftop Guy conversation video, and safe enough from the range of Son Bolli's weapon, witnesses felt able to tell him in quite graphic language what they thought of him. His replies and attempts to justify what he had just done are very strong evidence for understanding the psychopathology of mass shooters. Sonboli's on-camera behaviour and comments give us a unique insight into the extreme narcissistic nature of mass shooters. Also, the methods used by Sonboli to lure potential victims to the scene of the shooting represent a continued level of forward planning and use of social media that we see by many such perpetrators. The psychopathology of such perpetrators is quite homogenous and is not related to what we commonly refer to as mental health problems, but rather it's related to deeper ingrained flaws in their personality and very poor socialisation skills. Official investigations into the Munich shooting concluded that the shooting was not politically motivated and that Sonboli's outstanding motive behind his action was revenge for how he believed he had been treated by others. It also emerged that Sonboli had been in contact via the video game distribution website Steam with a 21-year-old resident of New Mexico who subsequently went on to conduct a school shooting where he killed two others and himself at his former high school, Aztec High School, in New Mexico, a year and a half after Sonboli's committed history. Sonboli was an 18-year-old student loner who lived with his parents in their fifth-floor apartment in a nice Munich suburb. Although he was bright, he was also very quiet, sometimes emotionally unstable and quite shy. And being of Iranian heritage, it sometimes made him an easy target for school bullies of many backgrounds. His decision to launch a surprise shooting attack on strangers and shoppers in the early evening on a Friday, using a reactivated Glock semi-automatic 9mm handgun that he'd bought illegally online, had been made a year before. Being bullied and not getting anywhere in life relative to his peers were both clear motives for his need to seek revenge. It was no coincidence that Somboli's killing spree occurred exactly five years to the day of Anders Breivik's notorious killing spree in Oslo and Utøya in Norway. 
Between the mass shooting in the entire island and the bomb exploding in Oslo, Brevik killed 77 people and injured over 300. Like Brevik before him, Somboli had shown a level of planning and foresight in his attack that assisted him in securing the nine fatalities he amassed. As Somboli was not familiar with handguns and he had no experience of shooting, he needed all the tactical advantages he could get. This was not an assault rifle that would fire dozens of rounds automatically, but a relatively slow and low-powered handgun. He would not last long without taking all the advantages he could. By posting a Facebook message using a fake account and encouraging potential victims to gather for a free food giveaway at the McDonald's restaurant at the Olympia shopping mall on the Friday afternoon, Somboli was increasing his chances of securing mass fatalities. By also surprising the victims by emerging from the toilets in the restaurant while shooting, he increased this likelihood even further. Although other spree shooters had used distraction techniques to lure emergency services away from the scene of their imminent killings, Brevik used a bomb in central Oslo, while Klebol and Harris used incendiary bombs to lure the fire service away from Columbine High School, Sonboli appears to be the first spree killer to lure potential victims towards the scene of an impending massacre. Doing this via online methods can be quite risky for the perpetrator, as it could potentially link back to them. Sonboli had studied spree killings and spree killers, and specifically the case of Anders Brevik, and his picture was used by Sonboli in some of his online activities and as an avatar in various gaming fora. Brevik was some kind of hero to Sonboli. Brevik's killing spree was synonymous with forward planning and clearly thinking many moves ahead. Understanding the role played by extreme narcissism is vital if we're to understand mass casualty killers and prevent or at least reduce the likelihood of their fatal actions happening in future. After killing 44 people in a school shooting and bombing attack in Bath in Michigan in 1927, Andrew Kehoe left behind a sign he made which infamously proclaimed that Quote, criminals are made, not born. And this sums up the narcissist's approach to spree murder. The murder and butchery is not important to them, but getting their voice and opinion heard is. Having survivors and authorities understand that the killers themselves are the so-called real victims, forced into such extreme action because of others, is the take-home message we see in the vast majority of mass killers extremely bizarre behaviour that trivialises the deaths of others and reduces fatality to a simple I told you so is the bread and butter of violence when used by those with extreme levels of narcissism. In my experience of conducting psychological autopsies in many mass casualty shooter cases over the last 10 years I've found time and time again the following factors to be crucial in the development of spree killers. The vast majority have the following behaviours or traits that have consistently been observed by witnesses who know or who knew them. Number one, extremely narcissistic personality. Two, a social status seen by themselves as being inferior to others. Three, 
an inability to accept responsibility for any setbacks or mistakes in their lives. Four, habitually blaming others and seeing themselves as a victim of others. Five, having unstable or neurotic personality styles. Six, a history of being overindulged as a child, a teen or even an adult. Seven, receiving inconsistent parenting from at least one caregiver. Number eight, fantasizing or mentioning to others or writing about killings for some time beforehand. And nine, suffering a period of intolerable stress, either at work, school or in relationships, shortly before conducting the spree that often tips the individual into their fatal action. On the day of the attack, Somboli's Facebook invitations were not accepted. So Somboli began shooting at a group of teenagers who happened to be in the restaurant and he killed five of them before fleeing from the McDonald's and shooting at passers-by who were trying to run away. He killed three more people who were trying to get away before heading across the main street into the shopping mall and killing another teenager. At this point, Sonboni left the mall and walked relatively calmly over a nearby footbridge to a multi-storey car park, which brings us to the most bizarre aspect of this case. There is some video footage of Sonboni shouting in the street at passers-by, and initial media reports alleged that Somboli had shouted Alu Akbar, but this was soon discredited. However, some other video clips captured Somboli on the street at this point, and he was seen to be shouting, I am German, and I was born here. Somboli left his backpack behind in the McDonald's restaurant, where it was eventually found, and it contained around 300 rounds of ammunition for the Glock handgun he was using. The Rooftop Guy Conversation In an almost surreal moment among the chaos of the Munich shooting, Sonboli was captured on camera on the roof of the multi-storey car park, arguing with a witness, a gentleman called Thomas Salby, aged 57, who was safely removed at a distance from the action on a nearby apartment balcony. Salby was berating Sonboli and his actions, and that Somboli, who had just murdered and injured several people, was prepared to engage in a row with a perfect stranger, provides strong evidence of the importance of narcissism in these cases. It was clearly important to Somboli that he got his side of the story across and be understood, a most peculiar thing to do amidst the action. The conversation went this, and was captured on video by someone else who was not involved in the conversation, but was filming the conversation at almost a right angle, located on another balcony of an apartment block. Salby. You f***ing arsehole, you. Somboli. Because of you, I was bullied for seven years. Salby. You wanker, you. You're a wanker. Somboli. And now I have to buy a gun to shoot you. Salby. A gun. Fuck off. Your head should be cut off, you arsehole. At this point, the gunman and Salby begin shouting at each other. Salby continues. He's got a gun here. The guy has one. Fucking foreigner, eh? He's got a gun. He has loaded his gun. Get the cops here. He's walking around here, the wanker. Somboli. I am German. Salby. 
You're a wanker is what you are. Somboli. Stop filming me. Salby. A wanker is what you are. What the fuck are you doing? Somboli. Yeah, what? I was born here. Salby. Yeah, and what the fuck you think you're doing? Somboli continues. I grew up here in the Hearts District. Salby. Yeah, treatment is something for you. Somboli. I haven't done anything here for... An intelligible comment. Please shut your mouth. Salby. You cut you. Salby continues. Hey, he's on the upper floor here. The cameraman then takes cover as Somboli starts firing at him. Salby begins to shout back again. Salby. There must have been shagging into your head. Somboli. They have not. They have not. That's the thing. They have not. Confronted by someone else who stands up to him and belittles him, the narcissist gunman is lost and impotent. All the power that he suddenly tasted in his killing has now gone. Clearly cogent and able to speak, this shows the gunman is not in a crazed or psychotic state of mind, and nor is he out of control. With no power over the witness who remains out of range, Somboli resorts to telling him how he was bullied and how he grew up in the area and he's had to resort to killing people. He's trying to rationalise his murderous actions. The witness, quite rightly, has none of this and continues to berate Somboli, who, unable to control the witness with his gun due to his poor aim and the long distance, has to plead with him to stop shouting at him and for the filmmaker to stop making the video. The pathetic character of the spree killer is quite apparent, lost, lonely, impotent and unable to relate to how normal people view the world and people who've done what he just did. To capture what is going on in the mind of a mass casualty shooter mid-spree is highly unusual. And the opportunity to study this should not be missed, but in many other respects, the Munich shootings were just another killing of innocent people by an angry, disaffected, unstable narcissist who'd chosen to arm himself and take revenge on a community. The official investigation confirmed that Somboli was not religiously motivated, but he was classed as a typical Avenger shooter. The rooftop confrontation was cut short by a police marksman who took a shot at Somboli that missed him, causing him to run and hide in a nearby housing complex. At around 8.30pm, he was confronted by armed police and he shot himself in the head and died at the scene. Germany has witnessed worse killing sprees than this in its recent past, such as the Winnenden School Massacre in 2009 by Thomas Kretschmer and the Erfurt School Massacre in 2002 by Steinhauser. The psychological similarity between all three perpetrators is stunning and provides very strong evidence that it's not mental health problems as a trigger to mass killing, but deeply ingrained narcissistic behaviour and feelings of inferiority. Of the nine people who were killed by Somboli, seven were Muslims and initial suggestions were that Somboli had targeted people who appeared Turkish or Arabic. The official investigation found this was not the case and they were not targeted because of their appearance. The McDonald's restaurant by the shopping mall was a popular place for teenagers from nearby migrant families to hang out, 
But we can't neglect the notion, of course, that this McDonald's was chosen by Somboli for a particular reason. Somboli was interested in mass killings and not religion, with much material about mass killings found in his bedroom at his parents' house, including the book Why Kids Kill by Peter Langman. Like Brevik, Somboli had his own manifesto about life, which was found on his computer hard disk, but it had not been published online or made available for others to see before shooting. A key phrase within this document, written on the day of the attack, read, The bullying will be paid back today. Other experts have asserted that Somboli's attack was driven by a far-right ideology, but the reason behind this was that it stemmed from being bullied by children and teenagers from other immigrant backgrounds. Despite the unbelievable nature of such mass shootings and the disbelief when the victims are innocent strangers or children, some are quick to ascribe external causes to these extreme killings, but these rarely prove to be reliable. Over the years, a number of false attributions behind mass shootings have included depression, autism, drug use, medication use, misogyny, video games, goth metal, and even brain tumours and abnormality of brain physiology. Son Bolly had received treatment about a year before the attack for depression and anxiety, and he'd received inpatient care for a couple of months. The official report said that this is not seen as the cause of the attack, but the result of long-term bullying and isolation from his peers. My own research and studying of mass shooters increasingly convinces me that any mental health problems that the killers have are a red herring in the hunt for explanations, and the causes are more to do with the personality flaws that the killers possess. These characteristics are observed by me to some extent or other in all of the mass shooters I've studied via what I call psychological autopsy of the offenders. Such personality flaws are namely a combination of extreme narcissism as well as a behavioural style of blaming others for any setbacks or problems and an inability to cope with life's difficulties. Some preliminary results of my research, but I hasten to add this has not yet been peer-reviewed nor has it been published, has shown that people with extremely high levels of narcissism when compared with normal controls show lower levels of compassion to other people and, more tellingly, show greater levels of empathy and sympathy for infamous mass shooters. The personality and psychopathy of mass killers was again reiterated in the aftermath of the A320 German Wings air crash in March 2015, when all 150 people aboard were killed after it appeared that the pilot, Andreas Lubitz, deliberately crashed the aircraft into a mountainside after locking the captain out of the flight deck. Although clearly not a mass shooting, this was obviously a mass killing by suicide, and observers were quick to link the killings with Lubitz's history of depression or suicidal thoughts. However, these issues were secondary to Lubitz's personality defects. He was an exacting perfectionist and narcissist who could not cope with the very real threat of losing his high-prestige pilot job because of his health problems and poor work performance. Because of this, others were made to suffer the consequences. And again, this is the hallmark of extreme narcissistic behaviour. 
You've been listening to the You're Crazy Professor, But It Might Just Work Amazing Podcast. I hope this has been useful. I hope it's been helpful.